afternoon is 12.03 p.m. April 1st. So, technically, it's like April Fool's Day, but today's the new moon. So, I'm pulling in new energies, okay? The fact that I'm pulling in new energies and it's one... Oh, it's 1, 2, 3, okay? So it's 12, 03, 1, 2, 3 p.m., okay? So that's alignment. Remember, I told you guys everything I do has an intention behind it, okay? This one in particular is going to be a very special episode, okay? So yesterday, we, most of you guys that, you know, listen to rap and stuff, you guys might know what yesterday was. A very, very important day, okay? March 31st was the assassination of Nipsey Hussle, okay? Or for other people that know him as his original name, you know, not his stage name, but his God-given name, was Armias Joseph Asgadon. Everybody else in the world knows him as Nipsey Hussle, okay? He's literally like one of my spirit guides. While he was on this planet, he was one of my spirit guides, and I know a lot of you guys can also resonate with that. That was deeply affected by his passing, as well as his family and friends that he was um, connected in their life other celebrities, other beings, other things like that, right? He was literally a spirit guide, okay? So we're gonna get into his story, okay? So there's like, you know how I told you guys I love like documentaries and stuff. There's a documentary that I want you guys to go check out. It's called The Assassination, or no, I think it's called Deeper Than Rap, Deeper Than Rap, The Assassination of Nipsey Hussle. And there's like five parts. The fifth part just got posted like the other day. And this is all free on YouTube. So type in Deeper Than Rap, The Assassination of Nipsey Hussle. And you'll be able to see like more things in detail physically. Like you'll be able to physically see it as um as like what I'm talking about in this podcast. But right now I'm channeling messages straight from him, okay? So his spirit came to me. He's been coming to me, but he came to me last night. And look, (laughs) there's literally a bird flying towards my window as I'm saying this. His spirit came to me last night, okay, Um, several times (laughs) to let it be known that, like, you know, I've been doing, I didn't, I think this is, like, this will be my third celebrity crime podcast. The other ones were, like, um, you know, missing indigenous women and, you know, African-American women and men and things like that. But for the celebrity crime files, he's like, look, (laughs) I need you to do mine. So that's what we're going to do. His energy is so strong. It's so potent. You know what I mean? So I'm excited to get into this because, like, he deserves the truth about what happened to him. They got my favorite rapper fucked up, like, for real. A lot of my favorite rappers and and, um, musicians and stuff, they passed away. And I told you guys, um, a lot of these things were hits, you know? How I told you guys yesterday on the podcast about Miss Helena Hutchins. And if you guys did not see in the little description that I added on her podcast um, to go check out a picture of her, like go Google her name and look at a picture of her. And remember in the podcast towards the end, I said that she had elf blood. Then look at her picture and tell me that you cannot see that she has elf blood, that she looks like an elf. So people like these energies that are here, they're starting to be revealed who you are, whether you're an angel, a goddess, you know, an elf, a fairy, whoever you are as a being on this planet is starting to be revealed. Now, with Mr. Nipsey, he's letting me know that he was actually an incarnated god on this planet, okay? I just want you guys to know that on a deep-ass level. There's also going to be messages on here that are going to be straight for Boogie. He's not letting me call her Lauren. Like, <laughs> I don't even refer to her as that, but he's he's wanting me to call her Boogie, okay? 
So there's going to be some love messages and like messages that he wants to get across to her and things that maybe, you know, there'll be decoded things that only she could break down. Okay. Um, so let's get into it. The first thing before I get into the deep messages, I do want you guys to understand all his music, his entire journey. Okay. From, um, from him growing up on Slauson to being the, the, the person that everybody knows about worldwide before he was assassinated. That was his spiritual journey, if you guys pay attention. So I don't know how many people, like, truly loved his music and fucked with him as much as I did. But that was my guy. I literally watched his entire journey. And while watching him, he helped motivate me to keep going. Like I said, I'm from New Orleans. You know, we came from a lot of things where we didn't have anything. He came from the struggle, too. But him and his brother... And his family and his friends, they made it out. And then on top of that, they purchased um, businesses in their own hood to also bring their hood out of this detriment and things. You know, it's called breaking out the matrix, okay? Busting out the system. So it's like he did so much. This powerful black man, he's not just black, he's African. If I believe correctly, he's your trend. So like Habesha, okay? Very, very, very powerful. His mom is black. I think she's Creole, like me. So she has mixtures. Black woman. And his dad is Eritrean, African man. That's very, very, very powerful bloodlines. And he's doing his destiny. He was living out his destiny and what he was supposed to do, okay? So remember, I talk about chosen ones all the time. Him and Lauren London... They were twin flames, okay? They were destined to be together. They were not supposed to be separated. That's why right now when I'm speaking, whoever, because it's like, yeah, we know the little person that they hired to shoot him, some dude that hated on him from back in the day, they hired that man to shoot him and murder him. But that was a higher-up thing from Hollywood. That was a higher-up thing. So as I speak this podcast, I'm speaking into attentions, healing and protection over his entire family that he loved and truly cared for his friends and his family and the people that's in the middle of all this bullshit that's involving Hollywood and his assassination I'm speaking the utmost protection over them nothing can touch them nothing can harm them no matter what ventures or anything that they put out and for the motherfuckers that did this to him the ones that are hidden that's hiding their hands and hiding their faces and paying shit off because they know they assassinated a guy. I speak detriments upon your life and your generations to come. Everything that you set out for will fail because you stopped this king, this god for 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 doing more things. He was like he was just getting started. Like a lot of you guys that watched his entire journey, you'll know he just got fucking started, bro. He just got started. Like he been in the game for a long time. But I mean, like, if he was still here, it's like things would be so different. It's the same thing with Tupac. Tupac was ahead of his time, too. Nipsey called himself Tupac of his generation. Okay? So speaking of that, remember I told you guys we have some music things. So one of the music messages, you know, I listen to him a lot. But one of the music messages I picked up on today that he wanted me to mention for you guys, he had a specific lyric in there, okay? 
the rest of the songs i'm gonna mention you just go listen to it yourself listen to the different albums he has i'm telling you every single song is a slap every single song will motivate you every single song will give you some type of decoded language okay and he's gonna say that in this okay so loaded bases okay with nipsey hustle and CeeLo. look up that song read the lyrics there's a lyric that he says see it's a couple niggas every generation I wasn't supposed to make it out or decode the matrix. And when they get to speak, it's like a coded language. Reminds niggas it ain't reminds niggas of ah, reminds niggas of their strength and it, and all its stolen greatness, excuse me. Reminds niggas of their strength and all its stolen greatness, okay? So it's like he literally told you, okay, he's a Tupac of his generation. He's saying every generation has a Tupac. Or every generation has a leader, a speaker, somebody that's supposed to be waking them up. And there's more than one, okay? When they speak, it's like a coded language. Remember how I told you guys, you guys got to break down and decode a lot of things that I say, okay? Reminds, I'm not going to say niggas because it's more than y'all. It's, it's more than just us. Reminds everybody of all their stolen greatness, okay? And the strength that you have in yourself. This is his lyrics, African and black men. This is his lyrics. Do you see how much of a threat that was to them in Hollywood? That's why they felt like they needed to assassinate this man. The next song I want you to listen to is Bend Down with Nipsey and Swiss Beats, okay? Keys to the City 2, Young Nigga, and Hustle and Motivate. The The title of Hustle and Motivate is, is a threat to them. You feel me? Like, I need y'all to really see this shit, okay? It's deeper than rap <laughs> that's not my uh that's not my um documentary nothing but that's a good documentary i need you guys to go see that okay so you can physically see what i'm saying so let's get into the messages okay first off um this is gonna be for boogie so for boogie in particular you've been seeing angel numbers or you keep seeing sequences and numbers synchronicities and stuff and you might not understand what you're seeing you might look at the clock, whether it's 3.14 in the morning or 3.14 in the afternoon or 4.13 or anything like that, okay? The reason you're seeing 3.14 or 4.13 is because that is the number of pi, right? Everybody know, like, uh, when it comes to, like, math, that's the number of pi. But also, people don't understand that's also the ratio for the Orion constellation, which means that's him giving you a message, okay, Boogie? He wants you to know that you guys come from ancient Egypt, okay? You guys have past lives together. That's why you guys have just automatically clicked when y'all got together. It was easy. It seemed like everything was just natural. Everything just flowed. Y'all didn't have to force y'all love. Y'all didn't have to force how y'all felt. It just, it's like you guys were picking up where you left off thousands and thousands of years ago, okay? He wants you to know that when you see 314 or 413, that's him saying hi to you you're not crazy if you speak out and say hi he wants you to say hi talk to him okay i know this is very very hard for you if you ever need anybody to spiritually help you with anything boogie hit me up nola moon goddess and i got you okay you also might be seeing like a series of nines or like 10 10 or like 999 it's because he's saying like um this there's a completion coming through okay so, like, the nines are, like, something is close to an end. And when you see tens, it's, like, completion, okay? 
So what I pick up on this is he's wanting you to know that the things that happened to him this entire time, it's like, you know, things were having an uproar, you know. You guys are trying to protect yourselves because I know your family knows some shit was weird about this. Okay? He wants you guys to know that everything is soon to be over, okay? Meaning, he's going to get his justice, all right? And I spoke into existence, and me and him sat down, and we talked about this. And his justice is going to come from my podcast, period. There's no doubt in my mind that it is going to come from my podcast. I'm going to make sure, and he's going to make sure, and the gods are going to make sure that everybody hears this, okay? And you're protected, so you don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to look over your shoulder. You do not have to be scared. You are protected, okay? You and your family are always going to be protected. All right. I feel like the messages he wants to get out first is for Boogie, so I'm going to do that because that's his girl, you feel me? Um, And then we'll get into, like, his murder, so, you know, y'all can listen to her messages or not, but it's not really for y'all. Um, there's love messages and stuff too, so that's beautiful. So, I want you to know, Boogie, he wants you to know that he is the god Horus, okay? So, if you didn't know, he's the god Horus. He was here, um, and he came back from ancient Egypt. He was reincarnated, okay? You could have noticed that he had, like, it's like he was very spiritual, but it was like, it was like, um, how do I explain it? Like his spirituality was very unique and different from everybody else's. He had a different understanding of things. His perspective of things was very unique and different. He had a clear vision and a clear seeing of what was going on in this world, the intentions of this world and like how he wanted to change it. Okay. When you guys had conversations in your own private, um, you know, setting, you guys probably had deep conversations about like how he views the world and how he wants to change things very very deep conversations is what i'm saying he said look up the consort to horus and that's you okay look up the consort to horus and that is your energy that's the energy you carry he also wants me to let you know boogie that every time you see doves and or black birds like ravens or crows that's him reaching out to you i think he's also saying like um when I, I, you know, that was, a, that was like three years ago, you know, yesterday was the 31st, right? And I was pregnant um, when he passed away. And that shit hit me like really, really fucking hard. I felt it like in my energy, you feel me? And I know those that are connected to him and his music and his mission felt that shit on a deep soul level when he was assassinated as well. When he had, when you guys had his um, celebration of life memorial, and I believe you guys released doves. He wanted you to know that in spirit form, those doves were him. Okay? So every time you see a dove, whether it's a picture or an actual dove or anything like that, that is actually his energy. When you see it, the message that comes along with that is to, he wants you to feel, okay? Like, he wants you to feel your feelings. Don't mask it. Don't cover it up. Don't hide it. Feel how you feel, okay? He wants you to allow a deeper sense of peace in your life to feel you now and like to enjoy the present, okay? Because I feel like he's saying like, you know, um, you could be really stuck on like what happened and like reminiscing, reminiscing, but he wants you to be present in the moment and still live your life, okay? He's saying being present in the moment is a divine quality that you have within yourself. You always have that. 
but he's saying don't be stuck on the past too much. Don't be stuck on um, if you could have changed something that day or, or if something could have been different that day. When you see the blackbirds, like crows or ravens, this is a magical thing, okay? This is him sending, like, protection your way, letting you know you're protected, okay? If there's one that flies over you in a certain direction, he may want you to work, walk a certain direction, okay? So say you're, like, going on a walk somewhere and it's like, you know, there's a bird that flies over your head. He might want you to walk that way because there might be something that he needs you to see that way, okay? He wants you to know you're also magical and you have unique qualities um, that are still dormant in you that you need to tap into, okay? And I'm feeling like that's a deeper sense of spirituality. I don't know what you believe in, but I'm feeling like he wants you to, like, um, I think he wants you to, like, get into spirituality like this type of stuff so you can, like, really communicate with him. And like I said, Boogie, I know you're going to end up hearing this one day. He wants you to um, learn how to communicate like this so you can sit down and pull cards and talk to him. So that can help you stay in the present and you don't have to continue to live back in the past. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually had a, um, I know it's not the same, but I had an ex-boyfriend uh, of mine get murdered. And, like, that was, um, I know he was one of my soulmates on this planet. I know I still have one, but he was one of my soulmates. And that shit hit home. It really did. Um, and to this day, it's like, I still, every now and then, when I'm really missing him, I'll pull out my cards and we'll have a little conversation and it'll make me feel better. You know, or I'll know his numbers, like how I just told you, 314 or 413 is his numbers. So it's like when you see that, it's like just the fact of knowing they're around or you see those blackbirds, it, it gives you a sense of like, I don't know. I don't even know. Like, I don't want to say closure, but it's just like a sense of like protection or just to know that you're not alone. Okay. So he does want you to get into spirituality just a little bit more. Okay, boo. So... <laughs> He wants you to free yourself, okay? He wants you to take back control of your life. He said you don't have nothing to worry about. He left you good with finances and stuff, your career and all that's good. He said you have nothing to worry about when it comes to that. He does want you to, like, go on some type of vacation or, like, enjoy the bliss. What I'm seeing is it's something like, I don't know if you guys went to Venice. Maybe y'all went to Italy or, like, maybe that was something y'all wanted to do. Um, he's saying go do that, and his energy will be there with you, okay? But this is like, uh, I don't I don't remember what part of uh, the world this was, but it's like um, they take boats everywhere. It's not like really driving. It's like you got to go around on those like, those like cute little romantic boats where it's like two people and then like somebody's, um, somebody's like rowing you guys. He's saying that he wants you to um, go and do that, and his energy will be there with you. He's saying that right now you could be not making the effort um, that you're guiding to take. So you're missing the messages that he's trying to give you, okay? So he may be showing you these birds and, and, and like, um, spirit guides and spirit um, uh, angel numbers and stuff a lot. Also, like, when you see these numbers, like, different sequence numbers, like, say you see 555 or 333, Google, like, 333 angel number. And he'll have a specific message for you of encouragement or love or something in that moment, okay? I'm sorry, you guys are going to have to uh, ignore my son throwing stuff in the background. Yeah, he wants you to, like, pay attention to those numbers that you're seeing. Whether you see it on license plates or, like, your check or, like, I don't know. Wherever you see that, Google it and, and he has a message for you, okay? He wants you to know that you're so beautiful and you're so attractive and you're so romantic. He needs you to enjoy life fully, okay? 
He's like, he knows that you feel like you guys are separated right now, but he's always around you. You can feel like um, he might, like, be around your home. Um, like, there might be, like, some lights that might flicker or, like, little supernatural things that are going around at home. Your house is not haunted. That's your baby trying to let you know that he's there. Um, in those moments that you might be sad or you don't feel okay or, like, you feel like you're by yourself, um, I know this for a fact, like, you might have this gift where it's like you can feel where a presence is coming near you. Your ears might ring, okay, Boogie? If your ears ring, like, you say you're just laying in bed and you're about to go to sleep and your ears are ringing and you don't know why. And you might feel like embrace or like a hug or you might just feel this warmth or maybe a brush of wind might go past you out of nowhere. That's him, okay? He's saying that, um, yeah, okay. This is going to be very, very, very hard for you to hear. And he's letting me know that right now. He's saying that you're very romantic, that you're so beautiful, okay? And I feel like you have real feelings that are worth exploring when it comes to love, okay? You have so much love to give. And I'm about to cry right now. Um, He does not want you to... Hold on. This is the first time I ever cried on a fucking podcast before. Boogie, he does not want you to hold your love away from anybody else and do not be afraid to love. Oh my God. I'm hold on. <laughs> I'm trying not to cry. But I feel like this is your energy. Like this was your man. You loved him so fucking much. And I know how that feels. I'm so sorry. Hold on. He wants you to stay optimistic about your love life, okay? Positive thinking and faith will bring you romance. He's saying that he know nobody going to ever be able to replace him. <laughs> he said nobody's going to ever be able to replace him, but you do deserve to love. He said you're young. He does not want you to be a widow forever. He doesn't want you to be alone forever. He wants you. He wants cross. He's saying he wants cross and to see you happy and in love how how you guys were. Okay? He's saying he knows it's hard, but it's okay. He wants you to set up some type of altar for him, okay? So, um, sorry, I gotta collect myself because I've never cried on a podcast before. I'm not much of a crier, but that shit, like, yeah. Um, he wants you to set up some type of altar for him, okay? So you can set up one outside or inside. I don't know if he like gardening or anything like that, or maybe you guys had a little garden or y'all was thinking about it. Or maybe that's something he wants you to do. Because um, when you plant seeds and you, like, see them grow and the patience it takes for all that, it kind of helps you with things. So he's telling me that he wants you to, like, start a garden or to plant and to, like, sh- like to see how much your love and beauty put into a seed and you watering it and nurturing it, how beautiful it can blossom and grow, okay? Yeah, he wants, like, some type of outside altar. I don't know, like, at y'all mansion or something like that, y'all might have had, like, some big-ass yard or, like, you know, outside somewhere. And it's, like, there's this area where it's, like, it's empty. And he wants you to plant flowers and, like, make it beautiful. Maybe put, like, a picture or a statue. I'm seeing a statue, okay? He could be a little extra. <laughs> he is a Leo, okay? So you're Leo and he's a Sagittarius, okay? Y'all both fire signs. But with Leos in particular, and I've studied his chart before, um, when he was alive, um, just because I love studying charts and energies and he's like a triple, he's either a triple Leo 
or like he had like four placements of Leo. He had like three or four placements of Leo in his zodiac chart, right? So what that means is he's very, very strong. He's a leader of his pack. He's very fierce when it comes to his love. But it also means like he <laughs> he also could like he likes for you to tell him he look good or like you know what I mean? Like he's one of those. So I'm getting like he has like this. Um, he knows he know he look good. You know he know he fine. He wants you to make him a statue, like. <laughs> You know how they be having the Greek or Roman statues? He want him a statue in his yard, in you guys' yard. And he wants flowers around it. And he wants you to, you know, when you don't feel okay or whatever, he wants you to go outside and, like, do some type of yoga or meditation and, like, bond with him, sit in the sun and connect with him, okay? If you and Cross want to say something or you and Imani and Cross want to say something to him, go out by the statue, leave him some roses, leave him some flowers, you know, uh, what I do with ancestor altars and like um, when passed on when passed on loved ones, I want to give them homage and pay them respect. Um, I bring their favorite foods. I make their favorite foods. Okay, so it's just simply making an extra plate as if they were still here and putting it on your altar. Okay, lighting a candle for them. Okay, you know, praying to them, not praying to them, but like talking to them, like, hey, you know, Cross did this today. He's doing this. That's new. You know, Imani's in this grade now. She's doing good or whatever, whatever. You know, your mom's doing this and that. You know, just actually talking to them. He wants some type of sacred space set up. He really wants you to get into some type of spirituality, okay? He's saying that, like, it's time for you to disconnect from the world. So, like, maybe you've been feeling like you just want to run away and retreat, okay? You guys, he's also showing me that y'all did run away and get married. Like, a lot of people, if you hear my son in the background, excuse me. <laughs> um, a lot of people um, was wondering, like, what happened? Did y'all get married? He's telling me y'all did. Like, y'all know y'all did. A lot of people didn't know y'all did, but y'all did. Y'all, like, eloped or y'all ran away and, and wanted to keep things private because it wasn't everybody's business. But he's showing me that. He's showing me that you reminisce on this day a lot, very, very often, okay? He's also saying that you could feel like you want to run away from the world, but it's like you don't have anybody to run away with or you don't know what to do. He's saying that it is time to disconnect from the world, like, just in a different way, you know? Maybe if you live somewhere in a city and it's just too much for your energy, it's just too much. Maybe you feel like, you know, you're not safe. Okay, you guys, I am so sorry that that just cut off. I told you guys when people call me, it just cuts off my thing. Whew, people be doing too much. Anyways, okay, let's get back to it. So, Boogie, he's saying um, it's time for you to disconnect from the world. So, it doesn't have to look like um, what you think it may look like. Like, maybe that just means, like, say you live in a city or something like that, and you're just tired around being around, like, the fucking paparazzis and all that kind of stuff, right? He's saying, like... Go live somewhere, like, where it's, like, country. It's a little bit more settled. You know, maybe, like, start gardening and farming and, like, really be on your own energy. Um, that's going to help you out a lot. He really wants you to get into spirituality and, like, duck off from the world, okay? That's just what I'm picking up. He's also saying, like, um, let your friends help you. So, like, your genuine friends, the ones that you know is, like, your actual friends, okay? Let them help you. Ask and accept support from others, okay? I feel like right now, you know, you're used to him doing everything. And it could be uncomfortable for you because maybe you don't trust anybody because of, you know, what um, what happened to him. 
or you just don't want to be around anybody. And I feel like it could be overwhelming on you for your healing, okay? So he's saying, like, you know, for your genuine friends and his family and, and, you know, people that really got your back like that, like, ask for help and accept the support once you ask for the help. You know, don't push it away. He's saying that you feel his magnetic energy when he's around you. It's like maybe you get goosebumps. Your your um your hair will stand up on your arms or, like, you'll feel like somebody, you know how you could feel somebody behind your back, like, staring at you or some shit like that? That's him. He's saying he is always around you, okay? Yeah. I feel like you guys' relationship, y'all could have been the type where it's just like you guys could just be quiet and just be sitting in each other's energy and be cool with that. You know, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to be trying to do anything. It's like y'all just being in each other's presence was enough. He's saying he's still there. He just wants you to, like, be able to notice the signs so that you can begin your healing process because I feel like you can still be in, like, the grieving part of your process, but you haven't been able to, like, heal through it yet, okay? So, <laughs> this man, like, when I tell you, girl, he got, like, half of the deck of love messages out here for you. He loves you, okay? He loves you so, so, so much. So he also wants to talk about some of the things that you guys worked on in your relationship that he appreciates you for, okay? And some of the things that he may want you to work on now, okay? Because like I said, you guys are still in a relationship. He's just in a different realm. This is still your husband. This is still your man. He needs you to he needs you to get back to your thing, you know? He, he's like, this is not my boogie. He said that you guys together worked on wants and needs, okay? Like how to be honest in the relationship, okay? You guys were very honest with each other on what you wanted and needed from the relationship and the other people in your lives. You guys noticed the difference between negotiable things and things that are non-negotiable. Like, <laughs> and I feel like I'm picking up on the energy. You guys are both fire signs. So it's like, okay, no, we're not about to do that, but we can do this, you know. <laughs> um, what I'm seeing is he's saying that... Um, the acceptance card is in reverse, so you're not accepting what happened right now, okay? Yeah. He's saying that you're 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 very delicate right now, but he also wants you to know you're very unique. He has me looking at a bunch of snowflakes. And the thing with snowflakes is no matter how many snowflakes you catch and observe, none of them look the same. Every snowflake is different. He's wanting you to know how unique you are, okay? And if nobody else reminds you of that, he wants to remind you of that. However many times you need to play this podcast over, I hope you can and you do so, okay? I hope these help heal you. He wants you to cleanse your energy, okay? He's saying that um, the energy you, you're, you are in could be weighing you down even more and, and putting more heavy thoughts into your head, more feelings, okay? Um... He's saying that you're not understanding why you feel like something's, like, lurking around your house. I told you that's him. It's okay. Don't be afraid, okay? Like I told you, don't you don't have to look over your shoulder. I put protection around you, but that man is protecting you in a whole nother realm. This, part, this man is a god, and I feel like you knew he was a god walking this earth. Like, But he's literally back in heaven now, and he's not going to let shit touch you. Look up the god Horus. Look up ancient Kemet and study that. He wants you to, so you can understand what I mean by how much power he has. He said he needs you to clean house, meaning mentally, physically, literally, figuratively, anything that applies. 
you know, even if it's like, okay, the house that, that you guys were in, say you guys, you still in that house. And I said this on a different podcast the other day. Say the, 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 the energy that's in the house was like, uh, the furniture was like that when he was alive. Move around the furniture in a unique, different way. Still the same furniture. But leaving it in that way reminds you of the sadness. If you move it around in a different way, it brings in a new energy. And it's able to bring in his energy in a better, unique, positive way, okay? He wants you to learn how to... He's saying find a new psychic. <laughs> I'm telling you, boo. I'm here for you. We can be best of friends because I really... I need you to heal. I want you to heal for him. I I healed myself through what went on with my... um my ex that was murdered and I feel like I can help you as well okay he's telling you he he said you got a lot of emotional things going on that's cluttering your psyche it's cluttering your mental your brain okay don't feel guilty he needs you to flush that shit out your brain he's saying okay but he definitely said this card says find a new psychic I'm here for you boo okay yeah he needs you to like clean up the, the the energy that's around you. Um, if you don't know about Sage or Palo Santo, open up all your windows in your big old mansion, girl, and go around the house with like either frankincense incense or um or some sage and and get the energy out and pray to whoever you pray to. You know, if spirituality is new to you, I also you know I also I resonate with everybody. Okay, listen to my other podcast. But he's saying that you need to clear up that air, clear out that energy, okay? Because I feel like it's like, don't be don't be afraid, okay? Do not be afraid. He's saying that he knows that you're taking personal space, but sometimes it's like you're taking too much pers- personal space. Maybe it's like you're hiding away, okay? He does not want you to hide away. Go out and, and still live life, okay? Be free. Be honest with yourself, okay? He's saying this is a message that's coming from shit the ethers this message is coming from the heavens okay it may seem a little scary because it's like whoa this is your truth this is like how does this person know all this how does this person know everything it's because he's channeling through me okay look into psychic mediums and channeling and things like that look into what necromancy is that's what i'm practicing so i can channel these messages for people he said, stop hiding and start relaxing <laughs> and be honest with yourself. You know you're hiding. Yeah. <laughs> He's funny. You guys are funny. <laughs> he said, stop hiding, girl. What you doing? Yeah, he said, are you ready to receive love? He's, he's like, open up, okay? Open up and allow yourself to love again in all ways from all directions. It's going to seem scary, but it's going to be okay. I feel like there's so many people that want to help you in this world, but I feel like you're afraid because of what happened. Do not be afraid, okay? Do not be afraid. He said you're so mature. I feel like he said that, like, you could have been, um, like, <laughs> how am I explaining this? He could have had, like, a very, really old soul, and I feel like, um, you, you, like, brought the youth out of him, or, like, you made him, you, like, remind him to have fun, to smile. Like, you guys would probably laugh and crack little jokey jokes. Um, He's saying that he's so grateful for everything that you brought to him. All the lessons and stuff were blessings. Um, Even the tough times in your relationship that we didn't see. He said that he just loves it. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
<laughs> there's a little side note that says um he stalks you like his energy stalks you so he's like okay when I channeled the messages from my ex that was murdered, he told me that, like, and I, it just made me laugh. And he comes to me in dreams, too, so he may come to you in dreams and try to talk to you as well. But he came to me and told me that, like, um, I was, like, in a dream, I asked him. And then when I woke up, I pulled the cards to ask him again to get clarity. So that's what he kind of wants you to do so you can really communicate with him. But um, I had a dream about him. And in the dream, I asked him, I'm like, are you always around me? And he's like, I'll be policing your ass. Like, I'm always around you. I'm like, the, inner that, the energy that you feel hovering over you, that's him. Like, what are you doing? Get up. Go, go put on some, you know, go put on your Sunday dress. Go put on something that looks good. Go put on a sundress, you know. Go do your makeup. Go do your hair. Make yourself smell good. All the stuff that he would love, he's always around you, okay? But he wants you to do it for yourself, he said you're so independent and you were already independent before he came into your life. He wants you to bring that back. Your independence literally empowers other divine feminines. Okay? You being independent shows other beautiful women how you can make it through this. He wants you to be the fullest version of yourself. Okay? That's so beautiful. And he wants you to give without like... Um, to give out love, okay? Because it's like your love that you're giving out actually heals the world on a bigger scale. Yeah. He's saying when you look at the sun or when you when the sun's out and it's shining, that's him trying to make you warm and try to pull you to come outside, trying to allow you to have a better day, trying to make you smile. When you see the moon, he's saying that's when he wants you to like tune in with your emotions, okay? And really heal and release whatever's holding you back. Give it all to the moon. You know, when we start working together, because I'm going, I've been speaking out to existence, but he already told me. <laughs> but um, when we work together, but I'm going to let you know how the moon and all that works, okay? So, Miss Lauren, I think we're almost done with your love messages. This is so beautiful. Okay. He has other messages for you, like, later on. But as far as, like, the loved ones, he wants to get those out before we got into, you know, the truth about exposing what happened to him and why these motherfuckers did this to him. So, yeah, okay, the first card, I told you he was in your dreams. The first card I pulled out, he says he's in your dreams, okay? Either he may come to you in a different form in your dreams, so you might not realize it, but the energy feels like him. That's him, Okay. So if you wake up and you just feel like, oh my God, like you have this over sense of emotion that he was just there or that you just contacted him or you talked to him or it's like you felt his embrace somehow, that was him. Even if the face of the person didn't look like it, okay? Yeah, he's saying he's in your dreams though. That's so cute. He's saying um, you added to his legacy and he thanks you so much for his child that you gave him for cross. He's saying thank you so much for Cross. You added to his legacy. If you guys didn't have Cross, it's like he felt like he wouldn't have been able to leave you nothing behind, you know? He's so happy that he, like, he's telling me, like, the moment that he found out you guys were both so excited and emotional. And I feel like um, he just wanted to protect you. Like, he could have been, like, on you a little bit. He's telling me, like, did you eat? Did you drink some water? Like, you need a nap? You know, like... <laughs> I feel like he was just, like, spoiling the hell out of you. Yeah. 
decent. I just heard my closet crack too. So it's like little things like that where you might hear something knock on the closet or something like that just randomly. I don't even know if you heard it or if you can hear it, but if you did, that was him. Little things like that. Yeah, he's saying um, Imani and Cross are his legacies and you added to his legacy by giving him his son. He says, thank you so much. He says, see you next lifetime. You guys are going to be together again in whatever realm you're in. Whether you guys are both gods in the heavens, whether y'all come back to earth, whatever is going to happen. He said he will see you next lifetime. He also wants you to listen to Erica Badu, see you next lifetime. Okay. He says that he manifested you. And the crazy part is, I know he did. Remember I told you guys, um, the other people that's listening, not Boogie. Um, but I was saying that, like, um, I watched his entire journey of him, you know, starting off and making it to his victory lap. You feel me? I watched everything, his entire marathon. And there was an episode, and this was way back in the day, before he, like, really, um, when he was, like, really hella more hood. And he, he says, you know what I'm talking about, when he used to call females bitches and shit like that, back in the day. And, like, I think there was, like, a top seven or top ten, top five or something like that. And it was, like, the females that you, like, the celebrity females that you would want to date or something. And, honestly, I think you were number one. If I can remember, you were number one on the list. And he was like, I want to make her my baby. I want to love her. I swear to God, bro, you can go find it. Go find it. He's telling you to go find that um, interview. And it was like, he was talking about like, you know, oh yeah, that bitch look good. Oh yeah, that bitch look good. But then when it came to her, he was like, nah, with Lauren, he said, shit, I want to love her. (laughs) So he told me he manifested you, okay? That's so beautiful. Yeah, he said, not only did you mourn what happened, but also his soul mourned it. Like, you know, he also mourned it for a while. Uh, You guys, it's, um, you know, his death and things like that. He felt the same way excuse me i'm getting choked up and i felt like that like when you found out it could have stole your breath or it could have literally like choked you up you were speechless he's saying like literally he mourned your separation okay both of you guys he'd give anything to like replay that day over and do something different the same way you keep replaying it he'd give anything to replay that day too but he can't okay he says he's a, he, he apologizes that he can't do anything about what happened, okay? He's saying that you guys were soulmates, and I'm telling you, you guys were soulmates in Twin Flames, okay? Look into Twin Flames. It's literally one energy that's split. So the reason y'all mesh so well is because it's like when y'all come together, it's whole, okay? It's like yin and yang, divine masculine and divine feminine, okay? You guys are very powerful. You guys are supposed to be together. So, like I said in the beginning of this thing, I'm a witch, okay? The things I speak into intentions, it really happens. And the people that did this to your husband, your child's father, Imani and Cross's father, they will pay for this eternally on this planet and in every afterlife. And I'm not playing about that. I do not play about that. This is a god. I'm also from ancient Egypt, so... That's why I was so connected to his energy when he was alive. Because I recognized him from way back when. And these are my peoples. They gonna get it, okay? Don't you worry about that. He's saying he wants you to put more work into loving you right now, okay? 
all this all the things that you were doing before he needs you to do that again self-love okay if you feeling down or not beautiful or whatever's happening because girl you's gorgeous i hope you never feel like you're not beautiful but i know it's hard because you miss your mans right he wants you to look in the mirror and do mirror affirmations you know speak speak life into yourself the same life he used to speak into you he wants you to speak that life into yourself to heal yourself okay he does not want you to use money as an escape. So don't go into being like, oh, I got to run away from my feelings and just go get the bag. He does not want that. You're here for love. You're a nurturing, loving soul. You got money regardless, you know. He's saying time tells all. So, you, you know, don't be like, oh, um, she talking about I'm going to move on and da, 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 I'm not going to do that. He said time tells all. Just worry about healing yourself right now. Don't worry about getting in a relationship. Don't worry about any of that kind of stuff. Heal yourself. And everything is going to set itself up for you. He said, if you didn't know, that he wants to confirm that his love language was providing. So he was the provider. And he and he said, you know that. He said, you know that. You must miss that energy, okay? He's still trying to provide you right now with a different set of tools, you know? He set you guys up. You guys are good. You got your own money. You got his money. You know, cross. Everybody's good, right? But he's saying, like... He's trying to provide this information for you to heal from another realm, you know? He's still providing for you. This is still his love language. Allow him to do that, okay? <laughs> Y'all, <okay? laughs> you guys are funny. He said, allow him to help you, okay, boo? Stop playing. He said, when he was around you, you made him nervous, okay? Even if he seemed like everything was all cool, copacetic and things, your energy made him nervous, okay? That's so cute. <laughs> Girl, you made a god nervous, okay? He said you he's in your dreams 24/7. Okay? So even if I'm telling you even if this person does not look like him in your dream, it's him. Okay? That's him and he says he's in there in your dreams 24/7 trying to get you messages, trying to heal you, trying to help you, trying to love on you, okay? Boogie, if you listen to my other podcast and stuff, it might help you a little bit deeper or you know when we get to working together and things i can explain to you about dreams and stuff but um yeah he said he feels like um he said that you could feel like you know you were too late for something like you know that day or like you know i don't know like something about you you guys was both stuck on like what could we have done different there's nothing y'all could have done different okay but right now, what we're doing is we're about to bring some justice to this with this podcast. He said, you're so beautiful. <laughs> you're so beautiful. He's reaching out to you, and he's going to show you a symbol soon. He's going to show you something in reality. It's going to be some type of supernatural or magical thing that's going to be like, what the fuck? He said, that is him. He's going to show you something very magical that's going to happen. He's like, I thought what I was showing you was clear. Like, you know, I'm thinking me showing you these numbers, you know, 314 or 9s or 10s or 111 or, you know, just different birds and butterflies and stuff around you. He's he's thinking that it's like, okay, boom, she'll get it. But it's like, nah, she's not getting it. So <laughs> he reached out to me like, can you please help Boogie? He said you made him his happiest and you took him to a whole new level of what it meant to be a man, a husband, a father a lover, okay, a best friend, a business partner, 
He said you took him to a whole new level and you made him the happiest that he's ever been. He said he misses your touch. <laughs> Aww, that's so sweet. He said the same way you can't stop thinking about him, that's why he comes to your dreams too. So the more you know, the more you think about him, the more he's coming to your dreams, okay? Um, or like even um, telepathic messages is another thing, okay? So like when you have ringing in your ears, sometimes it can tell you like, okay, he's in your general vicinity. He's in your presence, okay? He's trying to tell you like, I'm here. And, you know, maybe, okay, there's like songs maybe y'all used to listen to or like maybe he had a favorite song that he made that you loved. Or like other people's songs, right? Or movies or just anything, right? Or just like little insiders that y'all knew about that like made y'all laugh or smile or whatever, right? He's saying when these things pop into your head out of nowhere and it makes you giggle or smile or laugh, that's him reminding you of those things. It's not just like, oh, where'd that song come from? Or, oh, why why am I thinking of that? It's like, no, this is him communicating telepathically, okay? That's how that works. Okay, girl. He said he missed your sex. (laughs) Okay, Boogie. Let me find out. (laughs) Aw. He says you may see his image everywhere you look. And it's like, I feel like that's what you're running from. Because it's, it's so hard to see pictures or images of him, maybe. Or... Or, you know, just people walking around with him on a t-shirt or anything like that. Um, He's saying that he's trying to get your attention. So, don't run away from his images or pictures, okay? Don't run away from that. Take that as a message like, okay, babe, I see you trying to reach out to me. What we trying to talk about? What you trying to show me? And then pay attention to all the signs and synchronicities that happen after you ask your question. Because that's what he's trying to show you, okay? Yeah, he's saying, um, are you picking up the messages that I'm sending you in songs and movies? So, like I said, he's sending you movies or, like, maybe you're drawn to watching a certain movie. And there's, like, it reminds you of y'all energy or what y'all used to say or how y'all used to be. Or, like, certain songs could remind you of certain things that y'all talked about or whatever. He's saying, are you picking up these messages telepathically, you know? He's trying to give you messages. He says, I miss your charming ways. You're very charming. You're very alluring, okay? He said he misses when you walk in a room. It's just like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> he's so funny. And he said, you opened my heart. That is so sweet, okay? I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And his energy is so chill. So chill. So I think that is all the messages that we have for Boogie. I'm going to stop you here so that if she doesn't want to listen to, you know, all the other stuff, she doesn't have to. But for the rest of everybody else, we're going to pick it up and we're going to talk about the truth about what Hollywood did to this guy, to this powerful ass man. And get the truth out and blast these motherfuckers because they got him, me, and his family and his loved ones fucked up. I love you, Boogie. He's sending his love and I hope that helped you. Hit me up. We're going to help you heal. I love you, love you lots. I feel like I know your energy from a past life too. Either way it goes, I'm here for you. I'm here for your family always. And this man has been on my neck about doing this podcast, okay? (laughs) And he pulled out so many cards just for Boogie, okay? So I I had to do that certain just portion or segment just for you, okay? 
He's sending his love. He'll see you in his dream, in your dreams. Take care of yourself. Self-love, you know, cleanse up things, create a new feng shui, get you a little sacred energy going on. He said he want his statue to be fine. <laughs> he want his statue to be fine, okay? Whatever kind of statue. It's like he wants like that Roman type of statue, but he wants him. And he wants it like decked out and all that, like how he would do it, you know? Have some type of artist make that for you, okay? I love you, boo. Take care of yourself. This is probably going to be a long podcast, so we might do, like, parts, like, part one, part two, things like that. Because he got a lot to say, so we're going to let him speak all his truth, okay? Yep, the first card he came out with is the fire sign. He's letting me know, of course, he's a Leo. He's a very strong Leo. I told you he has three or four placements of Leo in his chart. This man is, like, he's he's like the ignition. He starts things, okay? He's a starter, okay? He's an inventor. He's creative. This guy's literally a mogul. Like, it's it's not a game. And when it comes to Boogie's energy, because he got her card out here too, he said that she's very famous for um for being herself. Like her 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 you know her cinematography and the movies and things that she's in. So this is the power couple dynamic that I'm seeing right here. And what I'm seeing is like they did not want them together. Okay. This is deeper, deeper, deeper than a lot of us see. Okay, so remember I talk about how the Hollywood folks and like the Bilderbergers and the five royal families that run everything and run the Illuminati and just try to have everybody as puppets. Not everybody in Hollywood is puppets, okay? When it comes to him and his family, they're not puppets, okay? You cannot sway him to do nothing. This man was self-made. You listen to his music, he said, I own my own masters, okay? Everything that he did, he did himself. He says in a lot of his music, I'll be damned if I slave for some white crackers. You feel me? Or bastards, whatever the fuck he called them. Who cares? He didn't play about that shit, okay? He stood for something. Their main thing, remember I told you, when it comes to the awakening and the 144,000 couples that are supposed to wake up the world, Lauren and Nipsey was one of those couples that was supposed to wake up the world, okay? They still can with their story but they tried to take him they took him out of the picture his assassination was because of how great he was their kid is powerful okay very powerful he did not want to accept nothing that came with this industry okay if you listen to a lot of his interviews and stuff he'll tell you too he'll tell you how to get out the game how to get past what hollywood is trying to do he turned down, he'll tell you too, in a lot of his interviews and a lot of his music and stuff, he turned down several opportunities because it wasn't what he wanted. They kept trying to, uh, and I don't, remember I told you, I don't say the devil because it's not the devil. Y'all keep blaming the devil for shit when it's just the higher ups, these royal families. He's showing me that they keep trying to get Lauren to do this shit and they keep trying to get him to do this stuff, to, to fall into what they want. He said, no, I'm good. 
He'll tell you he made his first million himself. Self-made. He owned all his masters. Nobody wrote his music but him. Nobody can tell him how to do anything but him. If they did come to some type of agreement, it was whatever the label was and Nipsey Hussle. You feel me? It was an equal partnership. There's no, you sign this contract and I got to do what you say. No. Either you going to meet me and we're going to be business partners and do this right, or you can go and I'm going to keep eating and I'll get this on my own. That's his energy and that's what he was pushing. That's a problem for them. If people that the people that are listening that don't know that's in other countries, because like I said, I got people in Germany and Ukraine and all this place, other places that listen to my podcast, right? If y'all don't know who Nipsey Hussle is, look him up. Look him up. Okay. When it comes to California, where he's from, okay? The hood that he's from, he's a crip. There's bloods, there's folks, there's all types of hoods, right? He was the one man out his generation. There's so many other generations, right? Like he said, there's Tupac generation. There's the generations before that, okay? And before that, before that, the people that created the Crips was Stanley Tookie Williams, you feel me? Okay? So all these generations and, and, and all this murder and violence, he was the one man that stopped all the violence in California. Do you know how powerful that is? Nobody else did that. Nobody else could do that. He made everybody come together and just worry about a bag. So how I need people to make 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 this make sense. How is it that this man that stopped gang violence in one of the most violent places? How did he end up losing his life to violence in that same city? That don't even make sense because the people respected him so much from every hood. They would never touch him because he was helping them. He was healing them. Remember how I told you that twin flames are set up in the four different elements of the world, the four different corners of the world to heal those areas? Him and Boogie's location was California, mainly L.A., mainly Crenshaw and Slauson, okay? That was their corner that they were healing. The higher-ups don't want that to happen. What I'm seeing is they wanted them to eat with them. They didn't want to eat with them. They turned down water offers. They didn't need none of that. Mm Mm-hmm. The only thing is, spiritually, they didn't see what was coming because they were turning down all these offers. Remember on Miss um, Helena's episode, I think she turned down the offers like nine, ten times. And then after that, they were just tired of her. Yeah, I'm saying too, they had nine, about nine offers. They offered them everything, the whole world. Money, this, that, that, and this. They didn't want it. No. He said, I'm okay. What I'm seeing is like, he remembered like how he was raised or like how his mom raised him how his grandma raised him things that she taught him he's like nah that's not i don't need that i'm not about to sell out okay what i'm also seeing is um it's like they didn't want them to have their kid either it's like something about remember how i told you in hollywood and all the other episodes is like they want you it's like they want to tell you what kid you can have with who and then y'all got a divorce and it's this whole scandal and then all this other bullshit no i'm turning down your offers she's marrying me 
this is us. That's why they that he's telling me that's why they could have ran away to get eloped. Because it's like people are trying to tell them they need to marry other people, marry certain people. But Boogie and Nip loved each other. So that's why they, he's telling me that's why they ran away and eloped. Because they wanted to give you love to each other. Because they did this, it was like the higher-ups are still watching them. Like, around this time, like, oh, okay, this is what they want to do. Their time's ticking, their time's up. Yeah, I'm seeing, like, I don't know if you knew this. And that this is why I said I wanted to keep her separate. Because she's going through healing, so I don't want her to hear this, and it scares her. But these motherfuckers was watching her house, watching their house. Yeah, they were watching you guys' house. Watching you guys' moves what I'm seeing. Trying to see like how much protection y'all had around you, what kind of guards, your entourage, you know, his homies and things like that. They were trying to see like how many people he went around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, oh, okay. Oh, child. I don't want to, I don't want to channel this, but I have to because I know it's a deeper message and this could be why Nip in the beginning is telling Boogie that he needs you to leave these cities and go somewhere and duck off. You got enough money to just do it. Fall off the face of the earth, okay? You don't need this shit. He's saying that their goal was to take out him and Cross. That's why Cross was there. Yeah, they plant this, okay? I'm so sorry. Okay, this is really hard for me. I really don't, I, I really hope I'm not hurt. I don't want to hurt her if she's still listening to this. And this is, yeah. So if she still is, I'm so I'm so sorry, you know. But I have to get out what he's trying to tell me to get out because, you know, this is his truth. But I know this is gonna be hard for you to hear. Okay? So I'm so sorry in advance, Boogie. They were trying to take out both him and Cross. But they failed. Because you guys are so powerful. This is a twin flame thing. This is what I'm talking about, about the chosen ones getting together. The chosen ones getting together and having their chosen children, okay? The, the very gifted children that are supposed to change the world. They did not want this. Imani and Cross have so, so much fucking power. I don't know who Imani's mom is. She's a powerful woman as well. Lawrence, powerful as hell. Their dad was a god, okay? Protect his children, protect his generations, Okay? He's saying that he wants you guys, they want you guys to be unbalanced in the relationship because the dad's out of the home. Yeah. They wanted to throw off something to, to stop you guys because you have such a big, powerful presence in this world, you know? Everybody wanted you guys' love story. Everybody wants to be like you guys. You know, people dreamt of a love like you guys, you know what I mean? For the higher-ups, that's a problem because you guys are pouring love into the world. And then on top of that, the, the things that y'all stood for, you know what I'm saying? The intentions y'all set, the love that y'all have for the world, and new creations and inventions to bring to this world. This is what I'm talking about, Twin Flames that are listening. This is the same power you carry, and this is why things are happening like this, okay? Yeah. Hey, babes. They tried to stop the generation, okay? Because you guys didn't want to take any of the offers that you guys were offering. So that could be why you're afraid and you're in the house and stuff like that. But he's saying, you can come out. You're protected as hell. I'm, I'm telling you, you're hella protected. You don't have to worry about nothing. He does want you to get out the city where the motherfuckers are, though. Wherever you live, 
he does want you to leave and go somewhere that's more ducked off, that's more secluded, isolated, right? If you can see, like, Drika and Kevin Gates, right, they just, like, dipped out. They left their L.A. home, and they are somewhere on a farm. He wants you to do that, okay? Yeah. He does not want you to have to fight with these energies. He don't want you to have to do any of this. Just pour love into yourself. Pour love into you guys' as kids. And be free. They didn't want him to be free, okay? He's telling me right now, a lot of the stuff that's going to come up in this thing is going to be very shocking to you guys. So, I guess trigger warning in advance for anybody that's listening. They did not want him to be free. Okay? These people could have tried to hold money back from his daughter. Okay? I don't know, like, something about, like, they don't want his daughter to get money. So, I don't know what's going on right now with his family in the background. But what I'm seeing is it's like something about them trying to hold back money or like generational wealth from Imani. Okay? Everything her father touched was gold. And this is Imani in particular. I don't know why. You guys, you know, your family, his family knows more about that than I do. He's not about to blast all that. But y'all know, you know, you, you can decode the message. But they're trying to keep something away from Imani for some reason. Some type of money. Because Daughter of Coins is in reverse. Something that she was supposed to be gifted with or inherited that her dad left behind for her or something like that. He's saying that everything he touched turned to gold, okay? He was very powerful and they knew that his power scared them. He's saying, um, yeah. He's saying that when you guys um, planted that seed and, and, and planned cross, um, that cross is spiritually protected, okay? So you don't have to worry about anything when it comes to cross. Even though I just told you what happened, you don't have to worry about anything with cross, okay? He's 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 protected. His dad is protecting him. The gods and angels are protecting him. Because cross has a big mission, and so does Imani. They're trying to stop Imani because she's older, and she has more of a voice right now, but they cannot stop her. He's saying something about his granny. His granny's been getting dreams about him. His granny might have like a cat or she used to have a cat or she's been seeing a cat or something like that in her dreams or around her. And she could be drawn to owls or something like that. He's also saying utilize lavender and jasmine tea if you're not able to sleep and get into a deep enough sleep. He's saying utilize that as well. But something about either his mom or his grandma or both of them on top and and boogie you guys have all all three women in his life have been seeing him in their dreams okay he's trying to show you guys something yeah but i feel like you guys are not recollecting what's happening with your dreams so i'm gonna help you guys out okay so like i just said if, if you're having a hard time sleeping try some lavender and some jasmine tea and it'll help you okay or, like, if you go to the store and there's, like, that sleepy time tea, mix that in there as well. Um, something else that can help you is, like, a dream, um, a sleep routine. So, like, if you guys know you got to wake up at a certain time tomorrow, go to sleep at a certain time. And, like, before you lay down, like, say you go to sleep at, like, 9 p.m. or 9.30 or something, right? At, like, 9.15, like, make sure, you know, Cross or whoever, you know, whoever your kids are, like, make sure they're sleeping in their bed already. 
and it's like make sure um you're like resting like you're clearing your mind you can listen to meditation music or something and drift off into sleep or just you know lay there in silence and collect your thoughts clear your mind but he's saying like do that drift off into sleep when you dream have like some type of empty notebook like a pen and paper next to you next to your nightstand or something so when you wake up anything that you remember okay whether it's colors people places things events names numbers whatever i can interpret dreams if y'all don't know who else can i can come to me and i can help you translate what he's trying to tell you guys in your dreams because he's giving you guys messages but it's like you guys are missing them okay he's giving you messages about like um about him protecting like about the protection you guys have or about like something going on with his money that he left behind but it's like i can't say it on the podcast okay so um yeah it's like he left something special behind or maybe it's like a business idea or something that he wants you guys to do or something that he's showing me something that cross is supposed to do um for his future or something like that um something about his legacy okay so whenever we get into communication we'll talk about it he'll actually reveal it at that point in time he does not want me to reveal it over this podcast okay but it's something that has to do with cross and like his future maybe it's like following his dad's legacy in a way or like something that's involving business that he's gonna he's saying like keep it quiet right now and we'll talk about it in person one day he's saying that you guys were like destined to be together okay boogie like his um He's saying, like, his great-grandmas and, like, his great-great-greats and, like, you know, it goes on forever, right? His ancestors. He's saying, and your ancestors on your side. So, all the women on your side that passed away, like, in your grandma position and his on his side, all his grandmas from, you know, the beginning of time. What happens is um, when people get together that are, like, people that get together that are, like, destined to get together, what happens in heaven or in, like, the other realms is, like, people's grandmas sit down and have, like, a little powwow. And it's like, if they get along and they like it and they like you guys and they feel like you guys can create generational wealth, then you guys are led to each other in, you know, real time in this lifetime. You feel me? So he's saying that, like, um, he's sitting down with every, like, with your side of the grandmas, like, with your side of family. And he's sitting down with his side of family right now in heaven. And they be telling him, like, hey, we, we made y'all, like, link up, you know. So however y'all met, you know, that's that's why. Because y'all grandmas, like, led each other to each other. Because they seen that y'all will create generational wealth for the family, okay? He's saying, um, something about, like, soon, yeah, okay. He's saying, like, his death will not be in vain soon. And that you and your family will be riding off, um, to even more success and even bigger heights, okay? So, I know you guys are already, like, a household name right now, but it's, like, it's about to be even bigger and even more successful. Because, like I said, you guys came together to create generational wealth, and you did. Not talking about money. I'm talking about those beautiful kids that he made, okay? And your beautiful son, okay? So, let's see where else he got us going. All right. Yeah. He's telling me to, like, um... Okay. He's showing me this. He's showing me this. He's saying that, like, um, these people, like, could have tried to... This could be personal information or something, but it's like they could have tried to, like... Um, these higher-ups could have, like, tried to put him in some type of bad health, okay? So, I don't know if, like, he got 
sick or something recently before that or like it was just like something something weird was going on like the, the events leading up to that it was weird okay he's saying he's saying that like um he could have been working and it's like when he works he's saying like even at work and stuff like he was always thinking of you but i feel like what happened is like i don't know if he did not tell you or if he's just telling us this because you know y'all know stuff that we don't know but he's saying something about like at work um it's like every every move he made he was thinking of you and your and you guys' generation and family right and what i'm saying is it's like um they could have threatened him with like court they could have threatened him to like bring him to court or like try to imprison him for some something i don't know what it was but it's like you know this was like secret like they could have been threatening him okay remember how i told you guys on the other podcast about miss helena they put her husband in jail and I think it said that like, they literally just put, pulled him over for, like, a, um, you know, a normal, like, little traffic stop or something. If y'all hear my son yelling, ignore him. They pulled him over for, like, a little traffic stop or something like that. And it's like um, they brung him to jail. So I don't know what Nipsey did. And I don't know if he, like, actually spent time in jail or, like, they were just trying to scare him to courthouse or whatever. But they're showing me, like, they was trying to hold imprisonment or something over his head or something. Um, this could have even been, he's saying, like, this could have even been back in the day with, like, um, his brother or something. Like, when his brother, you know, in the music he mentions how his brother was, um, yeah, this is, okay, yeah, he's telling me this is when, um, all those times of, like, um, them, like, coming to seize the shop. And, like, he talks about this in his music and documentaries, how, like, um, how the police was always, like, raiding, um, their store on, like, Crenshaw Crenshaw and Slauson. Like, once they got it, they kept trying to treat them like they were, like, drug dealers and stuff when they weren't. Like, they honestly had, like, a business, and they honestly was, like, getting to it. But it's like they kept trying to, like, make it seem like they were bad people and bring him to jail and bring his brother to jail, and they have to pay bail and all this kind of stuff, right? And, like, I think he's saying, like, Jay Stone and, like, all that kind of stuff. It's like, without realizing it, what he's saying now on, like, a different light like now that he's able to see things from the heavens i think he's saying all those moments was like the higher ups trying to stop him and this was even before he got famous this is when he was just like working and manifesting her no this is he's telling me this is when he was working and manifesting you when he was like really grinding before he became a wealthy man okay before he really had his wealth it's like he's telling me like back in the day when like him and jay and all them was like running around doing their thing him and his brother and stuff it's like they kept putting him and his brothers and, and, and his people, his his crew in jail and having them go to court and, like, trying to um, make them spend all their money on, like, bail and spend all their money on getting them out and shit like that, you know? And, like, there's a song where he talked about how his brother Sam had money buried and, like, 100000 or something got ruined because it was, like, you know, when you bury money, you don't know much about it. It got molded. You know, they had to put some... Um, in the washer and like clean the rest and stuff and like dry it you know iron it and shit like that just to like put it together to get the to get his brother out you you know what I mean and it's like I think his his bill was like a million or something like that you know what I mean like these are real these are real hood niggas putting shit together trying to make something happen for him but they had so much vision and so much strength even back in those days before like he was recognized really really like that by Hollywood and he's saying that all those imprisonments and stuff was from them. He didn't know that, though. They were trying to put him and his crew in, like, bad health or, like, make them stop because, like, their vision was so potent. So um, that's what I'm t- telling you guys, like, how I mentioned how I was like, yeah, I know for a fact that 
the higher ups listen to my podcast because of what the fuck I'm talking about. This is what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Like they listened to him and his vision way back when when he when he did interviews and stuff and like he switched up his ling- lingo and he stopped bitching this and bitch that and stopped calling them bitches and shit like that like when he really um like I don't even know how to sell like he came off and he was like self-educated after that you know what I mean um and he started to you know change the narrative of things he started to read more and stuff like that it's like that became a problem he's telling me when a black man or an African man man of color has a book in their hand that's a problem for them it's like when when nipsey was just working he was just doing some hood stuff that wasn't a problem when he bought that store him and his friends and his family bought that store and they really started to get it out the mud in a more legit way that's why all these downfalls started to come to them but he said the whole time he was manifesting you okay bookie the entire time okay i don't know like <laughs> i told you that 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 interview i was talking about too that's an old interview like that was an old interview because i watched him all these years so i seen that interview back in the day when he was hood as fuck and he called women just bitches bitch 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 because he was like real real crip nigga you feel me back in those days i'm about to go check on my son a little bit because he sound like he grumpy with the show that's going on with him he needs to um, get his energy together but um yeah they did not want you to they, they did not want you guys together before he even before they even knew or, like, before y'all even knew that y'all was going to get together, it's like the higher-ups didn't want him to be... They, they didn't want him to have a divine feminine. It's like they didn't want him to have a, a goddess. Because if he had a goddess on his arm, that's like a gift from the heavens, you know? That's like, no matter what's going on with you, you got somebody that got your back. You got somebody that's going to, you know, support you, that's going to love you, you know? They did not want you guys to get together. Yeah. What I'm seeing is at this time... I'm feeling like at this time that you guys were not together. Um, I'm seeing at the time that you guys were not together and he was still like on his trap stuff. Like, um, you were not even like at that moment. I don't think that they were too much concerned about your energy right then and there. Like you were still young on the rise too. Okay. But it was like, it was like, okay, how can I explain this? Baby, hold on you guys. Cause he's. I think he's singing. Buddha, are you okay? Okay, he's singing. I'm like, why is he making that noise? Anyways, <laughs> um, what I'm seeing is like they wasn't too concerned. Like the higher was higher ups wasn't too concerned about Lauren at that moment. Um, because she was like a new face. Okay, she was new and fresh. They didn't even know that you guys were about to be together. Okay. It was just the fact that this young black man, this young African black man was getting money, okay? That was his main, their main issue with him when he was coming up. And it's like, I feel like they see, they seen like with interviews and stuff that he was attracted to her. But it's like, I don't even think they seen her potential either, you know, quite yet. Because it's like, you guys got to understand, when you, you guys are like powerful beings on this planet, your energy is close, okay? So it's like... The universe, the gods, they allowed him to come in and, and made it seem like he was just this regular creep nigga from, you know, L.A. And, you know, that's how he got started off. But it's like when he really stepped into his power, it's like, whoa. It's almost like Kendrick Lamar with his conscious rap. When he first made a CD, it was like just some shit to get him in the door. But now it's like he's really a conscious rapper. People really listen to stuff and it's like, whoa, he's saying some deep shit, right? 
it's like he played it's like i tell people it's chess it's not checkers so what i'm seeing is like he's saying as as gods as like godly beings you guys came down here and like had this like facade over you guys where it's like oh you know at first they wasn't really looking at neither one of you guys to be like an issue and then once y'all really stepped into y'all power it was like oh fuck you know we got to stop them by any means yeah he's saying he's showing me with the dice that i have like um he wasn't signing no contracts with them um they was trying to get him to fight or like be like you know be rowdy so like even like little scuffles and shit like that that was happening um or like you know getting roughed up by the police and stuff like he'll talk about that a lot in his music you'll see that those little like scenes and stuff on his um music videos he'll like reenact the scenes of how the police was harassing him and stuff like that he'll talk about it and all that kind of stuff he's saying that all that was because he didn't want to sign a deal with them he told he said that though he said that on his music that they've been coming for him since he was like still back in the day like go back and watch the music video filling myself with lloyd and like he got everything out the mud like look at back in those days and imagine somebody from uh, hollywood coming to you and offering you the world and him like he used what his mom and his grandma told him like about that kind of stuff and he's like nah i'm cool you know I'm going to pause it right here because my son's doing a lot and this is a really important message so I really want people to hear it. So I'm going to wait until like either he's sleep or like quieter at some point in time because I don't want to like feel like I'm rushing over the messages or he's singing and y'all can't hear it because like this is very important, okay? So I'm going to pause it right here. This is going to be the completion of the first episode. I'm going to mainly put it out as messages for Boogie and then like, you know, a little preview to what we're about to get into but i need him to be quiet a little bit more because like he's walking around singing he's all by my door i love him any other time it's not that serious but these messages are very serious okay so i love you guys we'll chime in a little bit later when my son take a nap or something okay until then thank you for supporting me peace